I won't give him back. Well, are we rolling? He We're rolling. Has money. Okay. Well, guys, got a great guest with us today. Good old Orland fan. Happy to have him here with us. Great guy. So, what's been going on with you, man? Nothing. Nothing much. Nothing much? Uh, nope, just another Wednesday. How are the mink doing? They're still kicking around. That's still kicking sure. around. Did they ever bite? Yeah, this morning. Yeah. They bite. They bit you. Oh yeah. Where at? On the hands. You ever been bit? You ever been bit on the nipple? No, no. Is that one the of worst? The, the worst I've ever been bit was probably just on the leg or something. Is that uh, on your bucket list to get bitten on the nipple? No. <laughs> no, it be a nipple. Anymore. Maybe we need to take Crane down there. He'll do it. Do you think they'd snatch my nipple right off? If oh, they did yeah. it. Would you, are you serious? It would definitely do some damage. <laughs> it can't do more damage than the frother, though. Dude, <laughs> I got a nipple story to tell you. Oh my! You know God. what a frother is? The ones you put in the drinks and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I decided one day Bracken was out of town, a little lonely, bored. <laughs> <laughs> I got the froth, or I, and uh, I took it straight to my nipple, just to see like what kind of damage it would do. Cause I, you know, it's a frother. I mean, just by the name alone, you would think it's a it's a weak piece of machinery. It's a frother. So I took it straight to my nipple, and I'll tell you what, that thing's got power. I took that frother straight to my nipple. It went like it was like. Zzzz. It sounded like a freaking sander. Yeah, I'm okay now though. Um, yeah. Then after <laughs> after he destroyed his nipple. Next thing he does is call me, and he's like, Cooper, you need to get over here. And as soon as I get over here, he's like, dude, try this, and tries to froth my nipple. Uh, he wouldn't do it. He didn't have did the you like, Did it leave anything? Yeah, it left a good scrape. Good scrape. It, got, it was red. It turned inflamed. I never drew blood, but my nipple was inflamed for about a day and a half. So, if I could just step into your mind and just be there for a day, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what you don't want to step in there. <laughs> it scares me. Oh my it's a dark place is there. Uh, funny conversation. Right before, right as I push record to this, this we were talking about these sweats. These sweats always seem to come up in conversation. And what's funny about that is... they stole them from me. I stole them. They're my but, sweats. But here's what gets funnier. In high school... <laughs> I was going to say this. Orlin had a pair of these bad boys. Pumas. Pumas. You got they the were Pumas? Black. They were black. And they, I got them from Orland, and they turned out to be my favorite shorts ever. Yeah. I wore a hole straight out in the. I, there was a hole in the buttocks. <laughs> I wore those things so much, but they were they were sweats, but they were cut off, right? Yeah. Well, what happened was is we would go to baseball practice, and I would wear them or whatnot, and then we would come here, and we would watch The Walking Dead, like religiously. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Religiously, me and Craven would just sit down and. It'd be hours. That's right. And I'd be waiting for my mom because they didn't have a truck. Yeah, that's so right. We would just be sitting there forever, and they somehow got lost here. Yeah, I it was football practice. I don't know, but well, no, I de- some there was definitely something I definitely stole them. But dude, I've <laughs> been thinking about cutting these into shorts. Dude, know, they're, hard, nice. they're hard to find now. I know that's the reason I don't do it now yeah. because these are my favorite sweats. These Puma sweats, you can bag on Puma all day long, bag on Costco pants, <laughs> all you want. But I will say, I will die. Go, I will be lying in my grave, and no one will change my mind about these sweats. That they are my, the best sweats of all time. No, good quality for sure. Speaking of Costco, you're a Costco man yourself. Yeah. I- Run the forklift in the back. Got to flex on everyone. You forklift certified? Forklift certified. <laughs> electric forklift, propane. Oh, yeah. Electric. Electric. Stand up. 
there's a rule you have to drive backwards, you can't drive forward, and so it's, oh, really? everything's backwards. So oh. to go left, you turn right. And Wait, just, why can't you drive forward? Like, OSHA will just kill you. You, you just, if the forks hit someone, you're just screwed. You could easily fork yeah. someone up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to fork any of those no. boys up. Yeah. Well, no. well, when driving backwards, I feel like you just straight up run someone over. Well, no, you're right there. Like, yeah. you just look left and just go. Like, okay. just pull back and go. Cool. My fly around, so you're pretty good. And there's like a little horn on it, and you go, Dee-dee. you know, like make sure, <laughs> make sure everyone knows because, because you know, you don't know. You don't want to hit anyone. If somebody comes around a corner and you get smoked, those things are heavy, like yeah. Yeah, a couple hundred thousand pounds or something. But a couple hundred thousand tons? Tons. Tonnage, a lot of tonnage on those well, boys. Dude, huh? it's amazing what they can lift. Like, yeah. Well, like that rock salt stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like, what, 50 pounds a bag, and there's like I don't know, 50 bags on it, so it's roughly 5,000 pounds or whatever it is, and yeah. those forklifts can't even lift like three of them, and it's, really? it's unreal. Yeah, that's nuts, dude. So, but yeah, I like I like Costco working there. It's fun. It's almost like it's a good institution. It, yeah, it's a good institution. It's almost <laughs> like uh, golden handcuffs, I would say. Oh, okay. <laughs> like part of, part of me is like part of me is like ah, I don't really like you know the retail part of it. I don't like talking yeah. to people and. You know, doing my thing. And there's like different shifts you can do that you don't see a soul. Really? Like going at 4 a.m. and you're done by 10. Like before gotcha. they open. Um, like stalkers and stuff? Stalkers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, not like stalkers, like stalk your girlfriend. And no, whatever. yeah, no. But what I like is the the benefits are just killer. Like yeah. it's cracked. Like really? Full health care, full oh, dental wow. care, full, uh, you know, your whatever your retirement stuff like oh, that dang, like you can buy costco stock really? as an employee yeah oh, wow. and and build like i don't know whatever you want to build with that i haven't looked that's into cool it. but yeah it's it's good it's a good gig and they they pay good and they give raises often and stuff like that so if you're like a general manager of a costco could you make pretty good money oh yeah like 90k really yeah that's not I'm, bad dang. i'm like man these people don't work hard they work hard but it's like man no, I know i'm you busting my back you know right doing all this stuff i'm i'm mainly over like the the produce section of costco oh really Spanish work. dude heck yeah, yeah dude so, so are you there full time? So I'm there part time. Yeah, during school. That's cool. And they still give you like, the full benefits, huh? Well, they give you so for part times it's eighty twenty. So okay. They'll pay eighty, you'd pay twenty, and then for full time people it's uh, ninety ten. Oh dang! Still, so that's still that's bad. killer. No, that's awesome. Yeah. For me, you know, figuring out life and trying right. to figure out like healthcare and you know whatever. I'm like, I don't need life insurance, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> no. dude. Figuring out life sucks. Honestly, I like sit in bed at night and I'm like. How am I gonna make it? Like, how am I gonna support kids? How am I gonna support my yeah. family? That's like, that's my biggest fear. It's a big fear of mine, and it's growing. Like, honestly, by the day, like, I get that fear goes, it gets greater and greater. Yeah, but I know it's gonna work out. It always does. Oh, it yeah. just does. It just works out. Well, I feel like that fear motivates you to just yeah work harder. I yeah. think so too. Keep going. I think so too. I think it's good for you. Motivates it's a good you thing. It's a stuff. Good stress. There's such thing as bad and good stress. Oh but. yeah. So. I mean, I feel like we can talk about you without talking about your family. You come from a great family. Tell us about your family. Well, we come from family of seven. Um, yeah, I have a couple older sisters, and my oldest brother's Kelton. If anybody's Legend. heard of him, Legend. Legend. Absolutely. <laughs> my oldest brother's 30. He's turning 32 in June, which is crazy. Oh, are you kidding? He's getting old, yeah. Holy <laughs> it's funny. He's an old man. Because he always says he's 29. 
You ask him, he'll say 29. Really? Yeah, he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't care. He's just said, no, 29. <laughs> but um, Kelton, Kelton's autistic. He was born autistic. I guess everyone's born autistic. But, <laughs> but I, mean, I feel like he'd put it in someone, maybe. May, oh, I don't know. I don't know about Put that. some autism in someone. <laughs> just yeah. give him a Je- shot. Inject him with something. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So Kelton, uh, yeah, he, he is the funniest person I know. He Almost. is. Daily, I laugh at him just constantly. Like, I'll walk in the house and, um, you know, after work or whatever, and I'll walk into my mom's house and he'll just be sitting there on the couch watching, like, woodworking. <laughs> like, just I don't rabbit. know who it is. It's just the old, old school woodworking. These guys are teaching how to make a cabinet, blah, blah, blah. And then I go downstairs, do my thing, and I come back up. And he's, you know, watching, like, Veggie Tales or something. <laughs> just, just, it's just like that every day. So he'll be playing, and he's just a multitasker too. He'll just be playing like Mario Kart, and then he'll have like something on the TV watching. Yeah. You know, he's just he's just active that way. He loves TV, stays busy. Oh yeah, he does. But the thing is, a lot of autism kids, I feel like they just run their parents. Mm. Like their parents are just getting worked, worked. They right. have to have their McDonald's a certain time of day every day, mm-hmm. and they just like autism people are really really repetitive. And Kelton, he, I guess my parents, was just the way they raised him. And you told him, you know, you do your chores, you do your things, and then you can have your reward of, you know, you can go watch TV or do whatever you want to do. And right now, he's actually fixated on, like, leprechauns. He's getting ready for Oh, it's getting that <laughs> yeah, time of year. He, it's getting that time of year. So he's he's getting ready, building his traps and stuff. And building his traps. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Figuring out what baits to use. Yeah, he's going to help. So, dude, you know what? You remember in high school we tried to get Zeke, our friend, uh, just like a <laughs> leprechaun, and he just wouldn't. Cause Zeke, I think he just didn't want it because he didn't want to just get killed. He yeah, would probably get caught and do you, beat up. Do you think that's what Kelton's intentions are with leprechauns? I don't know if he'd beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could. He could oh, definitely. Kelton, Kelton, Kelton is as strong as an ox. Oh, I bet, dude. Just a unit, absolutely. Yeah. So. He's probably 245, oh, I would man. say. He's a big I, I've never, like, took him to the gym or anything and seen, you know, what kind of weight. Help <laughs> <laughs> me get down here. I, I, I bet you. I've seen him pull rocks, like, out of the field, you know, working, picking up rocks and stuff. And I've seen him pick up rocks that are just giant. Like, just <laughs> rolling over. <laughs> you know? And so, right. I feel like he could put up a lot of weight. But, anyway, Zeke. I, I don't know what he would do, Zeke, to be honest. Because <laughs> we wanted to address, because Zeke, you know, like, I don't want to offend him by saying his height but i'm thinking he's probably five 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 six yeah five maybe? six five seven probably yeah around there and I'll he's give him an inch obviously shorts and red haired oh yeah well, just he, if you dress him like a leprechaun you got a little bucket of gold dude <laughs> he's getting attacked that would be one of the funnest coolest and best memories ever of just watching kelton chase zeke around. oh yeah I, I mean my little sister would like dress up and do it and stuff but yeah zeke would be so cool Dude, so what do like his traps look like? Like is he putting out? It's just like put traps out there. No, some bear traps. it's not yeah. like it's not like a legit trap. It's almost like a, I don't know. It's kind of cute in a way. But he's got like a mason jar, and then he's got like those magnet toys that little kids have. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he'll like make like a little cylinder that goes above it, mm-hmm. and then he's got like a triangle like kind of thing on the top, and he'll put like the bait right on the top, like um, a little gold coin. Yeah. Or something. He's like, and then they'll just walk in and fall right in the trap. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> you know? Dude, that's pretty, that's, he's, he's, pretty he's an engineer. Oh, yeah. He's an engineer at heart. I know that's I've cool. seen the things like how they catch monkeys. 
so I guess monkeys, like, they grab something, they won't let go of it. So oh, they'll, yeah. like, drill a little hole in something, the monkeys will stick their hand in there, and when they grab it, like, they, they won't let go, let go of it, and then they can't get their fist out. Maybe so. you should tell them. Hey, I don't know yeah, if leprechauns are the same. Maybe. <laughs> you think Zeke's smart enough to let go or no? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they might like the gold too much. They might not want to let it go. Let it go. Yeah. So, Kelton's known around these parts. Oh, yeah. Um, we were at my family, some of my family's house. It's my dad's cousin's family. They live in Smashport. And we're just talking, and somehow we start talking about Kelton. Because I think we're talking about something about... Um, like city league baseball when we played and when Kelton would come watch play city league baseball, right? And somehow we got con- come into conversation and then they were like, oh yeah, there's this kid we sh- that we used to play with on our baseball team and his older brother was this, just like that, you know, like Kelton. He'd make these loud comments and it was funny and I was like, oh, what the, it's gotta be the same person. I'm like, what's his name? They're like, oh, like the fans, I was like, "Yeah, that's him, man." That's him. <laughs> so I guess my cousin, my I guess my second cousin or whatever, played with Kelton on the baseball team, and so oh, like young, yeah, young, yeah, and so they knew Kelton from there. It's just so, dude, Kelton's uh, he's a he's a hometown, oh yeah, hometown legend. Yeah, Kelton. I mean, I think he played t-ball, but he wasn't good. Like he would be out there, <laughs> he would be out there in like denim shorts and yeah. you know, like whatever t-ballers use, but like. I don't know. I feel for my parents, like raising him the way he was and raising him to be, you know, capable of doing things on his own. Like he is fully fully capable of getting ready in the mornings, fully capable of getting, you know, himself food, making himself food, doing the dishes. That's his morning routine. And he sticks to it. It's, it's pretty cool to see. So he's the, he does the dishes in the family. Oh yeah. Every morning. Really? That's cool. But if you ask him, you say, Oh, can you do like the, you know, after dinner or lunch or something? He won't do it. Really? (laughs) He'll say no way. I think that just goes to like, I guess kind of props to your parents. Like you were saying before, like a lot of parents that are in that situation have like autistic kids. Oh yeah. Like you're saying they just let them run their life and. Their parents hate their life. They can't get them under control, but just goes to show that good parenting can do that, I guess. Yeah. I think that's with normal kids, too. Like, kids nowadays are crazy. Well, yeah, I just do whatever the freak they want. Chad Fenn. Chad Fenn, man. <laughs> just putting the whip down. <laughs> no, yeah. I I believe in just putting putting kids to hard work and teaching them how to work hard um, is, like, one of the best things you could ever do. Yeah. And I'm glad. Why? Well, been on a farm my whole life and you know learning hard work and then you know hunting and the outdoors and fishing and stuff like that baseball sports like everything you know just learning how to work hard and you know i i always look at my role model my dad and figure out you know yeah. i want to be like chad fan you know? yeah who doesn't no, <laughs> yeah. so there's a funny story about <laughs> i was hoping we'd talk about this so, so we all played baseball together and um we had this group chat and I can't remember the context, but someone said, like, is there practice today? Like, I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> and I think it was my dad that said, is there practice today? And Coach Haney was like, oh, I don't know. Is there practice today? Something stupid. And then um, it's like, and then my dad was like, who is this? Because he didn't have anybody's numbers. They were all just like, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so he would, he was like. Who is that? Who is this? And it was like Coach Kenny. He's like, who are you? And he's like, this is Chad. This is Chad. <laughs> it was just the, I don't know. We always just laughed about it. It's not that funny, but. It's Chad Fitt. <laughs> I just remember that. I remember I remember being in that group chat and seeing that. 
Oh, it's I don't so even funny. think I was in the group chat. So like the next day, we all go to practice, and everyone's like, "This is Chad Finn." <laughs> well, what? Hey, like, is Chad Finn? <laughs> I love your dad, though. He is such a cool guy. Yeah. I think so. My brother-in-law plays baseball currently, and so we went down to St. George, and we used to watch Zay play in St. George and stuff. And I'd always sit by you and your dad. It's always a good time. Your dad's always got good comments. Just a good guy. I like him. Yeah, I miss it to be honest. Like the. The camaraderie, the little community, the, the yeah, baseball, you know. It was fun. It was fun. Like, your little brother. Oh, yeah, Max, uh, too. Max yeah, and, good old Max. And we'd all just be chiming in on those. Oh, that was a fun group. I remember that. that was fun. That, that year St. George group, sweet. like, Bo was down there. Yeah. Was, us three. Us three. The Lyman. Papa the Lyman. Jake. Jake was there, yeah. Papa Jake was down Papa there. Jake. Father Jake. Father Jake. Well, there's more people down there. That yeah, was fun. That was fun. I, I, luckily, I get to keep going down for two more years. So. Yeah. yeah, enjoy. I've, we're, we're done. We're our family. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I miss Zay. Oh, yeah. I miss watching him play. Yeah, he he's, bombs. A, he's a stud. Dude. <laughs> he bombs. He's playing that slick, isn't he, when he gets home? Yep, yeah. Is he pretty excited about that? Yeah, he's pretty pumped. I think he'll... I don't know. I feel like I would be nervous, too, like, you yeah. know, going and playing college. Is he nervous, baseball. though? I think he's a little bit nervous, just doesn't know what it's all about and a yeah. lot of people say like oh it's just it's it's quick pace yeah. fast pace more than high school um and he didn't i mean high school we didn't really have like the best coaches too so it was almost yeah. like he was just out there to show his talent and that was really it and i feel like baseball for us was like that too yeah. like not to bad yeah he sucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah he ruined, he ruined baseball for me personally yeah. yeah yeah just because it wasn't fun yeah, it, it's got to be fun. It's got to be fun. Yeah, I, I had a hard time with... I didn't have a hard time with necessarily... I just a lot of it a hard time with. Like, it stressed me out because I wanted to play more than I was playing. And, you know, it's just a big stress for me. And I think, looking back, I don't think I... I don't regret playing. At the same time, I think I could have been doing other things that would have been fun, too. You know right. what I mean? But it's a it's a hard thing. You never know. And, but Zay, it was, Zay was fun to watch. He's a stud, and... Oh yeah, yeah. They check his bat and stuff. Dude, and that was so funny. When were you there when he did? He got his bat checked. So yeah. that was so funny. He because he hit a bomb the previous that bat right, and then the team hasn't checked the bat. What did you say? You were like, oh, what did I say? I was like, oh, Zaylin hits bombs or something like that. Oh yeah, you hit bombs. Something something like that. Yeah, it's like Dude, it's bombs. Something. It was pretty funny though. The ump was just pissed. <sighs> Good times. Baseball is good times. Baseball is good times. I miss it. We should do like a, I don't know, old men's league, softball. Yeah, That'd be should. fun. Yeah, you should. Get all together. Or Durf's trying to get together a team. Just for like baseball or yeah, He wants to do like fast pitch though. Like right. fast pitch softball? No, baseball. like actual oh, baseball. actual baseball. Yeah. Well, I'd be down. I'm scared I'll have some 6'5 Cuban <laughs> kid up there that just... Couldn't control the ball enough to Throwing play college. Throwing ninety six miles an hour, yeah, and just the dome me in the head. Well, dude, I I went I went snowboarding. It was last year at Sundance, and I uh-huh. ate it hard. Yeah, like I was going goofy, and I was with Bryce Carson. I'm like, oh, like watch yeah. this, whatever. And I chipped an edge. Mm-hmm. It was just a really really icy day, and I freaking messed up my shoulder. So I can't even throw a baseball now. Are you serious? Yeah, I think I, I don't know, tore something in Ooh, there, and that it's messed sucks. up. So like. I like talk back to you know throw something and it just yeah. kills. That sucks. I think those were some of my best baseball memories though. Like all of us on Turf City League team. Oh, that was so. Fun. That was the best. That was way better than high school. 
Oh, I know. Like 10 times better. Yeah. And Durf still sucks. hasn't lost. Really? Yeah, it's three. Is he going to do it again this year? I don't know. You ought to get him on the podcast. Dude, we should. You totally get it. get old Durf on the podcast. Yeah, we ran into him the other day. Was it yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah, I see him like every, I would say every month at Costco. Oh, really? Yeah. He's got so many kids. I think he has three. But his one kid counts as like four. Yeah, Tanner's insane. There's like four. I swear there's like four or five of them. No, there's three. There's Tanner and uh, I can't remember now. You know, you got to know. She's in your ward. Or all his kids? Yeah. Yeah, he has an older daughter. Um, Tanner and then, and then the baby. Then Tanner and then a baby girl. So maybe it was somebody they knew. They had kids too. Because they, they had like three carts. Like the flatbed full of like Rice Krispies. <laughs> That's all for dirt, man. That's all for dirt. Packing it down. I don't know. But Tanner, his one boy, he is wild. Really? He is insane. Like, He's got a good dad though. Yeah. Hopefully he can tame it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know if he's tameable, dog. I don't think he is. That guy, that boy's crazy. Like, Durf was telling us a story at the gym yesterday. I guess Tanner's hanging around some, some Mexi kids at school, right? And this Mexican kid was teaching some bad words. And Tanner comes home and tells Durf, he's like, hey, I know what the B word is. And Durf's like, no, you don't. And Tanner's like, yeah, I do. You want me to say it? And Tanner's like, or Durf's like, okay, fine. Like, let's hear it. And he's like, Beaches. Beaches. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's because this Mexican kid was telling me he has like a super strong accent. So whenever he says bitches, it sounds like beaches. <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks so, like beaches. Tatters running around calling everyone oh, beaches. No. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know what I would do if my kid came home and, you know, was like, you know, like one day your kid comes home and he just learned like a swear word or something like that. Dude, I. He comes home and says it and it's like, I was such an immature ass. I think I would. Ha- I would just laugh. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I mean, like, I would laugh, of course, too. But like, like, what? How did you discipline that, or do you just like? Just be like oh, no, that's not something that you don't should say, say that, pal. You know. I mean, yeah. Or so, I remember another time I was over. I had to help Durf move a couch or something, and he just ordered a new Night Force scope, new Night oh. Force rifle scope. I guess it just showed up in the mail or something because it's still in the box. <laughs> and I guess Tanner gets excited whenever he sees the packages, so he rips it open and finds the scope. Oh. And we're down in the basement moving the couches, me, Max, and Durf. And Tanner comes running down, and he's like, Dad, you got the scope. Gets the bottom step, just eats it. Just launches <laughs> the scope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just, <laughs> did yeah. it break it? Hold no, it I didn't work. break it, but... Come on, night force. Yeah, night force. They're expensive. They're expensive yeah, boys. So. Yeah, they gotta have warranty too. Yeah, probably. But yeah, freaking Tanner, dude, crazy kid. So you're married. Yeah, married. How's that going? Been married for uh, well, two years in November. Oh no way! Yeah, already like, weird, huh? Yeah, it that goes was a quick. long freaking time, man. It goes quick. Yeah, it didn't feel like it until like. Oh, well, last week. No, I'm just kidding. It, it, it is weird. It just creeps up, creeps up, and you're like, oh, it's, you know, a year, and then it's just fast. Yeah, it goes by fast. But I think it's been it's been awesome. That's honestly. awesome. Hannah, That's great. Hannah's the love of my life forever and ever. She she's, is. She's awesome. She's the best, yeah. She's awesome. I remember I remember in high school, I was going and uh, grabbing some one-ton hay bales from uh, somewhere in American Fork. I think it's your grandparents' house. Probably somewhere. And we were over there, and then 
Dude, I remember we're coming home and I kept falling asleep. That's what I do. And but like when we were getting home, you're like asking me this advice on Hannah because I don't know whatever new relationship. <laughs> and I was like, you had experience with Hannahs or something? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I I just remember that the early stage of your relationship, and now you're here, married for almost two years or going on two years. That's nuts. Yeah, I I so, don't know that. That when you're whole, gonna have kids. Uh, when are we gonna have kids? Yeah, dude, I don't know. I like, wanna... We've been talking about it. Are you serious? Not like, just like you know, what what are, what are our plan goals in life? Yeah, kind of thing. And you know, we're we're saying like maybe two years, maybe like you know, two more years now. or at two yeah, years. something like that. Two more years? Yeah. I wish you guys have kids. Now. Year year two start popping out because it's like fans. Dude, I want to see a baby like... Orlin run right now. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> No, I uh, I was actually thinking about it. Uh, funny enough, today we were breeding mink. So right now we're breeding ah, mink. Breeding season. Yeah, it's breeding season. May first. <laughs> if everybody wants to remember, May first the mink get it on. Um, but I was thinking like, okay, like I don't want to like wait and have kids when I'm old, like thirty. You know, like a lot of people. That's like typical. Yeah. You know, like that's yeah, normal. Right. And I'm not saying like people should have kids early, but like I don't want to be crippled and you know happen to like yeah. chase my kids up the mountain trying to go hunting with them or yeah you know watching grandkids and stuff like that i want to be able to like you know be there and be active and yeah so i don't know it's something to think about but i'm not i'm not personally ready you know like yeah i don't think anybody's ready to have a kid really right or your your brother-in-law already has a kid though yeah and he's, about, he's just about your age right yeah. you're, right? you're older than yeah. us what's his name Cal- calvin calvin good yeah. old calvin huh calvin schmoot is he a good kid? Good yeah, he's, little guy? he's a good little guy. He's cute. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's cute. He's a cute kid. He's fun to be around. I I don't know. Hannah's getting baby fever. Her uh, her sister just had a baby too. So. Oh really? Yeah, little Hudson. There's so many on that side. Yeah. Kids. Oh yeah. How many Brock Banks are there? There's 13 total kids. Total kids. Yeah. Wait, like so Hannah has 13 Hannah has, so she has 12 so she's siblings. one of 13 yeah 12 yeah oh my, oh my. crazy huh yeah so I mean I thought it's... there was just three of them no I only know three no yeah the ones yeah. in high school the girls yeah I know I know Hannah Jane and Ruby <clears throat> no so they have an oldest brother named Zach okay so Zach Cooper Mm-hmm. Then I want to. I'm gonna probably get this wrong because there's so many. <laughs> you can't get this <laughs> wrong. <laughs> you get this I know, wrong. <laughs> I know this is. I I know this is like close. Okay, so uh, there's Zach Cooper, and then there's uh, uh Carson. <laughs> okay. So Zach Cooper, Carson, and I want to say Story, and then there's uh, Margo. Oh wait, there's Jansen. Jansen's Jansen. there. So I think Margo, then Jansen. So okay. Okay, so Margo, then Jansen, and then uh, he's stressing over there. He's sweating. He's sweating. I don't want to forget anyone. <laughs> and then there's Isabel. 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 No, there's Golden. Golden's before Isabel. So okay. Golden, Isabel, and then uh, Jane, Carson, and then uh, Hannah, Ruby, uh, Mike, Mike, and then Hugh. Holy freak. And if I miss someone, then I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm just, no, that's everyone. Just I'm coming at you. What the hell, Orland? Yeah, honestly. But everyone's married except for uh, Ruby, Mike, and Hugh. So three. And Golden. So four. Four. So yeah, they got. So they got, there's a lot of kids. Yeah, they're going to have a lot of grandkids. Oh, though. yeah. They're going to, it's it's fun. I think big families are fun. I'm from, yeah. my dad's from a family of 12. Jeez. And I have like a hundred and 
20 something cousins. Holy crap. So everyone in my dad's side had probably six or seven kids total each. And there was just a lot and grandkids and great grandkids and stuff like that. That's awesome though. Yeah. I actually grew up with one. My young men's leader, like growing up when I was really young, was one of your cousins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's my, yeah, he's my cousin. Really? He's just so old that it's like, oh, you're my uncle. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought he was my uncle. Or right. Like, you know, some of my older cousins that were girls, I would just say, you know, like, you're my aunt, like, whatever. Right. Well, that's, that's kind of how my, well, not really. Well, my dad is an only child. But my mom, she has doesn't have that many siblings. Well, she does, but not in comparison to what you guys have. But she has six older brothers, and then she's the youngest. But so there's like my oldest cousin is like, I'm pretty sure she's in her forties. So that's kind of why I thought too. Is like doesn't feel like my cousin because you're like way older. Yeah, than me, you're like you know thirty five. I mean? <laughs> right. So yeah, that's kind of a weird thing. No, fertile myrtle for sure. Fertile, fertile on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> both sides. Well, Hannah's side's pretty fertile, as you can tell, and and the fans are fertile. Yeah, so dude, hope there's no problems there. Have yeah. you had a Have you had to talk about how many, how many ninas? How many ninas you're going? Uh, you I say six, six, and Hannah says like seven or eight. Oh so, wow, yeah, she, she wants it. Yeah, dang, I wish I had that problem. I want five. She's like, I want, I don't know, three, three, three. Oh, three. three. I think. I mean, whatever. What whatever, was it? Whatever. Three. Yeah, it's three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. I think it's good. I want five because I grew up with just two siblings, me and my sister. So it's like, I always wanted more siblings. Like, I always, like, like a hungered for more siblings. So I was like, I want to have more kids so they have more siblings. You know what I mean? And then more people to play with. And exactly. Play. Right. Yeah. So that sounds fun. Me and my sister, we, I mean, we, we were close. We had our moments. We still do. Guilty. Yeah, but... We're good friends. She's out living in the camper right now. Is she really? She's a trailer. She's married. Well, there. That's that's hard. You did that right yeah. for a bit. Did it for. Uh, so we just moved into her house, my dad's farmhouse, and it was. Uh, we've been moved in there for two months. You so were living I lived, in the trailer for two I lived months. In the trailer since November of 2020. Oh, so you've been there too. You've been there for. I lived in there for over a year. Sheesh. <laughs> I thought my sister had it rough. She's lived there for. <clears throat> Let's see, September, October, November, December, January, six months. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're 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 about to move out to to Genoa though in their house. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, saw they were doing like a fixture up where I always saw them at Costco like. Buying, oh really? Buying stuff. Oh, gotcha. That's yeah. smart though. I mean, the trailer life isn't for everyone for sure. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's people that you know they like a warm shower in the morning. And there's other people that you'd rather have a cold shower in the evening. Like whatever. Yeah, I'm definitely I a was, warm shower kind of guy. <laughs> I was I was getting sick of the cold showers. Yeah, like and it's only so much, and I didn't really know anything else because mm-hmm. it was just I don't know. I kind of liked it in a way. It was fun. We were closer together. I mean, our house was smaller than this room, and like we were always with each other, next to each other, every time we were home. And so I liked that. I, my payment was cheap. Like, you know, I bought something that I had equity in. And so that money that I'm putting down as a down payment is just back in my pocket. It's not going to somebody's rent. Right. You know, like somebody's mortgage. Right. So I just thought, oh, well, I have the property to put it on. I might as well just toss it in, throw an electric line in, and put the the hose out there and hook it up. And Yeah. The winters were tough. Like, (laughs) we never had pipes freeze, which was nice. And we always had, like, a space heater in there, which helped keep the edge off. But 
we got home from our honeymoon from St. George. It was warm down there. And we get home. It's like November 6th, 7th. And we come home to the trailer. And I, I didn't know how to, like, kick on the heater. I didn't know. Because <laughs> it's a new trailer. I'm like, well, you know, clicking the buttons and stuff. Right. So it was freezing. Like, cold. Really? Like, blows. No, it was like 30, 30-something. 30 and the next morning, I wake up. I'm like, you know, like, newlywed. Like, it's kind of weird. You know, like, whatever. And I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, oh, i got to make some breakfast. Like, you know, I'm going to be the sweet husband. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like making stuff. And she gets up, and we're talking. And I'm like, so what's your, like, what's your breaking point? Like, when are we done with this? Is that like, what she said? No, I said that oh, to her. Oh, okay. Because I felt bad. Right. Because yeah. I could see my breath. Like, it was cold. <laughs> yeah. We're in, you know, like, pretty much snow gear. And I go, what's your breaking point? And she said just that. It was... You know, if I can see my breath, and she just like breathed, and then you could see. (laughs) She's like, so we're there. We're We're there. We've met the breaking point. But Hannah, Hannah has a heart of gold. She is just a trooper. She's there. She's my ride or die for sure. Like, I don't know anyone. I don't know any girl that would just say, "Yeah, I'll live in a trailer with you for as long as you want." She would always say max two years. She'd always say that. But I know that if it was longer, she would have done it. Yeah. She's just. She's just tough. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, coming from a family of 13 kids, I feel like you got to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of kids. Yeah, she fought for her food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I I have a question for you, Orlin. What's I was up? thinking about this on the way over, and I've been really curious about it. So, people that know, you live, or you did live on a mink farm. Mm-hmm. Do you still work with a mink? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to know, like, let's say all the mink get out somehow. What's the number of mink you think you could take out before they just overpowered you? Just take them out? Yeah. Like kill? Like, all these mink are coming at you. They're attacking you. Dude, I could How probably... How many do you think you could take them? I could take a lot on, bro. You could take yeah, a lot I on? I think I could take a lot on. What are you going to do to take them on? I think a couple hundred of them could definitely get on my back and, you know, weigh me down and start, <laughs> yeah. you know, take start, me down start eating me. Start chewing on um, you. I, I think if you had enough of them, they'd definitely eat you. They'd <laughs> definitely eat you. Dude, I... You I had enough want... of them and you were unconscious in a pen with like a couple thousand, they'd eat you. Oh my gosh. So you think couple, maybe you have like a baseball bat or something? Oh, I could knock out a few, yeah. And a couple hundred to come at you, you'd be, you'd be yeah, good? Yeah, I'd be fine. I'd, they're, they're crazy animals and yeah, like if you piss them off, they'll just get nuts. Like I, <laughs> I have no feelings for them after they have just mutilated my arms and hands and <laughs> legs and, you know, arms and necks and whatever. Um, I don't feel bad for them at all when it comes time to harvest. Yeah, good. But I don't know. There's a lot of them. And I don't know. Mink farming is is something I've wanted to do my whole life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right now, um, mink farming is kind of going downhill. It's kind of going out of style. People aren't buying fur. Um, the market is really bad right now. Uh, COVID took a hit on it. Mm-hmm. Just things are not good right now. And so... My dream of being a mink farmer, following my dad's footsteps, are kind of been like not crushed, but I've looked at other ways of finding, you know, something to do, something to look into, and I'm still finding. Like I don't know what the heck I'm going to do with my life, like career-wise, yeah. but I've always just wanted to hang on to it, you know, just you know, keep a hold of that little gem. So like in the mornings, I'll wake up at 6 a.m. with my dad. Like March 1st, we started uh, breeding mink, mm-hmm. and so I'll go out and breed mink all all morning till like 11 o'clock, I'll go home, take a shower, because they stink like crazy, they spray you, 
and then I'll go to Costco from noon to 10 or 1.30 to 10. And that'll be my night. I'll do homework when I get home. So, like, my days are just busy. Yeah, dude. dude. So, but anyways, Mink, taking on how many? So, there's 18 pens in every, no, there's 25 sections and 18 pens is in a section. And then there's, uh, I want to say just like little, there's three big sections. Okay. So, there's roughly 480 in each of those big sections okay. on one side of the shed, or one side of the aisle. So there's two sides of the aisle. So 480, 480, 480, 480, 480, 480. Mm. Do your math. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a couple, couple thousand. thousand. So then that's one row and there's six rows in each shed. Oh, so it's yeah. a couple thousand on each row yeah. of each shed and there's three Holy sheds. Cow. So roughly we could house probably around 48 to 49,000 mink. Holy cow, that's nuts. It's crazy, yeah. So how did your like how did your family get into mink farming? Like how does one get into mink That's farming of all things? That's a story for sure. My uh my grandpa was kind of a crazy dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he got into the mink through a friend who was doing it and he uh he actually went back to Russia and tried to smuggle mink. Really? <laughs> yeah. This is a legit story. So he tried to smuggle mink out of Russia on a bush plane and people were shooting at him. Russians were like, had Tommy guns and just you know, oh shooting God. at him and stuff. There's like uh, in his diary, um, he's actually passed away now, but in his diary, he talks about this story about, you know, I don't know all the logistics of it. My dad would know better, but yeah, he smuggled some mink from Russia, some pelts too. And the, the mink in Russia have a longer guard hair and they're, I think they're a little bit bigger, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. And then so he, my grandpa, Donald Finn, um, made it and did it. And anyways, my grandma took it over. And then my, my dad was the like oldest son. And he just went right into it and took over the farm, bought it out. And Jeez. here we are. So your grandpa got into it, heard about it or something from a friend. So he yeah. went over to Russia, Yeah. got some mink, smuggled some mink and mink pelts. Yeah. Went back to the America, now had these mink and started this mink empire. Oh yeah. So, your mink now that you have are technically from the same gene pool as the mink that were smuggled from Russia. Uh, I wouldn't probably honestly. They, That's nuts. They come. I mean, every year you're gonna take an X amount of mink. You're gonna, you know, harvest and sell right. it for you can for your profit. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna take an account and say, okay, I need my breeding stock. I need my right. good breeders. My good quality. Um, good color counts, different things like that. They're healthy. Um, they have good genetics. And so you're going to keep that X amount and then you're going to breed and then they're going to have kids and then you're going to repeat the process. Sheesh, Every dude. Single, yeah. So you got some Russian mink running Some around. Russian mink, yeah. Some Russian mink. But I like to call them Americans. They're, they're, they're American. Style, yeah, they're American. That's too. cool. So you just need a few more. You just need some rappers to come out and be like, sing about mink again. And get the mink. <laughs> Hermes Link. The mink the meat jackets back on the market. I know. Though. I've actually, I've actually thought of like, I was like, okay, how can I, you know, take advantage of this quantity of stuff, this fur. And I was thinking there's like, everyone's wearing these Jordans around. I'm like, eh, you know, Jordans are cool. Like, I'm not a huge fan of like the Jordans. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of kids are wearing them nowadays. Right. And it looks cool. But 
Anyways, uh, I was thinking like maybe if I implemented some fur on these, you know, like oh. have a fur tongue or like some the Nike joints. signs a white, you know, pearl white mink. mink or like some red. You can dye a mink any color. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking like maybe I could do that and sell them, like buy them at $500 or whatever they're going for, soup them up and then throw them back on eBay or something and sell them for a little bit more. I know you used to wear like a mink foot, didn't you? Dude, sell some mink feet. Some mink foot, lucky mink foot. <laughs> <laughs> No, I wanted to put some mink fur on my baseball glove and stuff, but oh, yeah. that never happened. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That you know, like cool. the you totally could the inside thing. Yeah. You know, it's all like fluffy right there. Mm-hmm. Put mink that's right there. That's what I wanted to do, but yeah, that'd be cool. It would have been sweet, but I just never Dude, did. That's what you need to do is go to the MLB and be like, "Hey, I'll put mink fur in all these baseball players' gloves." Make money. If we can go to like the MLB Players Association or something and be like, "Hey, I'll put mink in your guys' gloves." I bet they buy it. Today. Dude, I bet, dude, you get guys that are, want to be all flashy, they totally would buy it. Oh, yeah. Like Francisco Lindor, I can imagine that guy wearing something like that or something. Yeah, it, I mean, it definitely would probably take off, but it's just, gotta try things. Yeah, like a mink foot chain. <laughs> Pop the chain. Pop the chain out. He's Pop just sitting there with a ding-dong. mink foot on there. <laughs> Pretty sick. Nah, yeah, mink are crazy. So, um, who do you sell? Like, you, know, you got your mink, you, you breed them, you skin them, and then what's next? What's the process after that? Uh, so we breed them, you get kits, you raise them from April. So we breed them March 1st into the 18th or so. And then they'll have kits in April into May. Mm-hmm. And so they'll grow until November-ish. And then we'll harvest and we'll take and, you know, process them, give them, get them to that stage where they can be sold. And then we'll, we'll send them to a, a, a an auction house oh. and, and this year they're actually selling them in uh, las vegas okay um we're actually going down to las vegas to go and watch the sale and everything oh, that'd be cool so they they sell 100 to 180 pelts per bundle and they sell them in bundles so they'll auction off like okay you know this is a bundle b bundle whatever and they'll say okay you know 30 dollars, 40 dollars, whatever it is and then they'll sell each of those individual mink in the bundle for 30 to 45 bucks mm-hmm. so Right now we're sending to Las Vegas, but we've we've sent sent them to you know Seattle, um, Copenhagen. Jeez. A lot of people from China will come to the the auction house, and they'll they'll buy it up. Really? I, I don't know. I mean, the USA. I mean, in our daily lives, I don't see anybody wearing mink. Like, no. At all. Like, yeah. it's not it's not cool. Dude, anymore. Conor McGregor, dude. Yeah. Conor Didn't he McGregor? come out like with a big mink coat one yeah, time? Yeah, the big white one. I think yeah. he's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. yeah. Rolls up in Pretty the, sick. That's the, that was super coat. sick. It's probably my mink. Dude, what if it was, though? <laughs> I don't know. What if it was? Dude, say it is. It, it Claim it. I think that's what you need to do. <laughs> Connor's, Just Connor's coat. Start getting the UFC, maybe get in boxing, and you just, maybe. you're rocking the mink coat around. Look, let's make an announcement right here. If Connor, when McConnor McGregor watches this, contact us and we'll get you in touch with the Fenn family and they'll get you a custom pelt. Custom meat <laughs> <What? laughs> coat. You come down to the farm. They'll take you through. They'll show you the process. They'll show you how they breed. We know everyone wants to see that. And we'll get you a coat, man. Come on down. Seriously, bring the cameras. Bring the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed growing up that way. So how do you go about like feeding that many mink? So well, I heard... I remember a while ago, Eastman was bringing some ducks over to yeah. feed deer mink. Yeah, so that was... Like, what do they normally eat? You just grind whatever up? Yeah, I mean, uh, mink are actually the number one agricultural, like, disposals. 
in Utah. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of meat farmers in Utah, um, and they're becoming less and less with, you know, different the the, the prices in the market and stuff like that. Yeah. But so to answer your question, we get just bad byproducts. So bad salami, bad meat, bad burger, bad wow. cow, like intestines, guts, livers, turkey guts. It kind of might get gruesome, but like all of those different things. Yeah. I know people would go out to the lake. Cow penis? The, the de- <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Yeah. But um, the DNR would go out and catch carp and fish oh, out of Utah yeah. Lake. And then they would bring them by the salmon loads. Oh, and my I just God. remember seeing thousands of fish. And we just, you know, use them, process them, grind them up, feed them. I remember that sometimes, like, going to your house and getting a whiff of something, like, fishy. <laughs> so that might have something been. Fishy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was me or the fish. <laughs> no. But, yeah, that's the mink are the number one. So how many, like, let's say if you fed them strictly cows, how many cows per day would you have to grind up and feed well, to the mink? I would say... I would say probably 10 or so or wow. per day. I mean, we go through, I mean, at full capacity. So this uh-huh. is right now we're feeding about a feeder. Yeah. And a feeder, it's called the Minkomatic. Minkomatic. Do some homework. Okay. Yeah, look up a Minkomatic and you'll see exactly what. Uh, Jamie, can you bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up right a now. A 3000. Um, They're only made in Denmark. Really? So you get some guy from Denmark come look Ship at it? Ship him over. Does he have to have to come over and service it? Nope. No, we just get those, the the handy-dandy Latinas. Latinas. Ah, yeah. The amigos, yeah, they, they're handy men. They are, huh? Oh, yeah. So they fix up everything that breaks. And That's awesome. It's nice. but um, No, yeah, so we get on this Minkomatic 3000, you bomb down the aisle, and you have this little hose, and it, it kicks out that wet feed, every mink, oh. on top of the like this thing? It's like the little go-kart-looking thing? Um, that bottom, this bottom right one, yeah, right here. Let me see. Oh, wow, it's like a little, it's literally just like, like a little skeeter. Yeah. Little feeder, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of want one. Yeah, the, the, the Mexicans will soup it up so it goes a little bit faster. The RPMs. Bandoleros. That's awesome. That's cool. Oh, yeah, it's good. So, you got any, any cool hunts planned this year? Oh. Anything in the works? Well, we're we're planning on going and getting Zay from Africa. Are you really? So oh, nice. That's that's in the works right now. We're kind of finding mm-hmm. an outfitter and trying to figure out exactly what we want and how much it's going to cost and just different things like that. So, do man. Oh yeah, I want to take my bow and just you know, let them rip, fly arrows. So. That's so sick. No, yeah, I think this year it's just tough. I don't know where to go. Hunting yeah. Anymore, because everyone hunts now. I feel I like know. everyone hunts. Which is good. I mean, I don't care if people hunt, but it's like, yeah, it's you know a little I competition. Kind of, a little you bit. know what I kind of wish? I kind of wish, like, the you stay at least state of Utah would do, like, a three-year hiatus. But, like, just don't, no one can hunt for three years. And kind of people that don't like hunting will just stop because they'll kind of forget about it or whatever. Right. And kind of let population and stuff regrow and just, like... After three years, just go back. I think it'd be so cool. All the cool. two points will be yeah, four points. Exactly. All the four points will be just giant. Yeah, exactly. Well, what Utah needs to do is they need to be like Colorado. Because Colorado has it figured. They got seasons. good deer. Like Colorado, they have third and fourth seasons, which is honestly just stupid, right? Just, just killing deer during the rut. Oh, yeah. But they still have good deer somehow. Yeah, I feel but, like, I don't know. I feel like they have, 
different se- they have a lot of seasons because it's uh, I think a lot of people go and hunt Colorado yeah like they'll have their archery season their muzzleloader or their whatever their four seasons for rifle mm. um, and that just like eliminates people too you won't see anyone like if if Utah had an archery hunt for you know August to August 30th and then an archery hunt from September to whatever you wouldn't see as many archery hunters I feel like there's way more archery hunters than there is I mean the rifle hunters there's a ton but yeah I feel like it'd be more spaced out you wouldn't see as many people especially with like specific units like loafer and mm-hmm. all of that where it's like one tiny little hill you know yeah. what Colorado does is cool though they have so their units are way smaller than Utah's mm-hmm. like they got well over 100 units but what they'll do is they'll go like you know check the deer numbers or whatever or the quality like how big the age class and stuff for the little unit and you know if it's that unit's not doing very good the age class is down population's down they'll just close that unit down for oh. a couple of years and it doesn't really affect the tag numbers or anything then maybe they'll bump them up in another unit and it's such a small area that yeah. like it doesn't make a big difference like the hunter or tag numbers or anything that's cool but then a couple of years later they'll open that back up and like the age class lay up that's what we got nice, the deer yeah. there yeah that's cool because you have like a better stewardship they have a better stewardship of each area whereas like you have New units like Utah, like Manti LaSalle, that takes up half the state. Yeah. Yeah, like you could split that into like 10 different units. Yeah, three, yeah. And then let's say, like Loafer. Let's say Loafer's probably one of the smallest ones. Yeah. yeah. But let's say they chop that in half, do like a Loafer North, Loafer South, and they close down Loafer North for like three years. Like imagine if they closed down Loafer for three, four years and then opened it back up. There'd be some giant. Because they got crazy genetics. Oh, yeah. But. So if they close that down for a couple of years, but the age class, yeah. you know, it'd be awesome. I think that'd be smart. Yeah. I don't know. How do you like get on, like, obviously the, probably the, the Utah, DNR, whatever, they probably have a board or something, right? Like, yeah. how do you get on this yeah. board? Like, how does, decision, how does decisions get made? Well, I think uh, the government will come in and say, this is what we're going to, this is a, something we're going to imply. And then they go in, like the DNR, the Utah legislative whatever they'll go in and say you know what we're gonna do this instead and kind of like tweak it or right. they're gonna take it and you know make it to what they want which should should be like with bi- biologists and whatnot yeah. and i bet you've seen like the cougar thing that they're gonna do or they're yeah. planning to do like that's like a good example of what they do they have like a wildlife board and they normally make the decisions on stuff but the utah legislator stepped in on this it's like hey we're gonna have a 365 day season for cougars but then like so I think they actually passed it. So the Utah legislative passed it. But then the board can still go in and be like, yeah, but you can't do it with hounds. Or they can still kind of yeah. mess with a little bit. So you can only have two. Yeah, or you can only or do whatever. it with certain weapons. So mostly it's the wildlife board, but I guess the legislative will step in sometimes okay. and yeah, make decisions. Gotcha. Which is good in a way. I mean, yeah. but again, like government needs to be in check by the people. That's what I was going to say. Is there any power to, like, the hunter? Like, at all? I feel like, I don't, I don't know. I not as much. Not as much. Kind yeah. of down, to be honest. I think uh, the more the more people we get to hunt, though, the, I guess, we could riot and, you know, yeah. put our voice out there. And Dude, say, you know what I was, right, you know, it'd be interesting to see, though? Like, go to the board of the, like, these, these committees or boards or whatever they may be and see the size of animals these people shoot. I guarantee they're ginormous. I feel like they've got to be playing things in their favor. No, I think the thing is, though, is, like, these guys, why it kind of sucks, especially in Utah right now, is because these guys don't really hunt that much. Oh, is that the problem? If you're, like, if you're a wildlife biologist, like, most of the people on the board, 
they grow up, they're a game and fish officer, right? Right. And if you're a game and fish officer, you're in the field, like, checking for poachers, doing stuff mm, during the actual hunting season. So you don't get much hunting in. Mm-hmm. So do you think there's any corruption or no? That's what I guess I was trying um, to get not, no, Not so much corruption, but I don't think they're as educated as right. I think. I think a lot of, like, average hunters, a lot of these outfitters and guides are way more educated than... Yeah, people yeah. on the board that are. I think I think the old timers are. Um, my uncle's actually a fishing game cop. Yeah, and he he kills every year. He'll kill an elk or a deer or yeah, you know so. whatever. And I think that goes into like yeah, they're out there like checking people all the time. Of course they're gonna see a big buck, mm-hmm. and then the next year they're gonna go okay, I'm gonna remember that. I'm gonna go in the area and you know hunt whenever I have my days off. But um, I think the people higher up, you know, like the the CEO or whatever, whoever it is. There's probably some sort of maybe some corruption, you know, like yeah, they're going to look in and say, okay, give this person a tag, this one not. Just little things. I, I bet you there's something I along like the lines, of, along history, you know, they've got to have that. It's just in have. every like kind of government agency. Right. You know, there's going to be something, yeah. but I'd like to believe it. It's all clean, you know, like it's legit. Yeah. I just don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't had like any. Yeah. Like the cougar thing in Utah is like a huge, the cougar and the deer is like the biggest example to me. Because obviously, like the deer numbers are down, the deer quality is down from what it's been in the past, and a lot of the like the wildlife board and all these game fish guys, they kind of blame it on, like the moisture or whatever. Like, yeah. oh, Utah's in a drought, so that's affecting deer. But like, Utah's gone through droughts and stuff before. Well, and now they're like, there's too much snow, the deer are dying. Like, yeah, we gotta feed them. You know, like, <laughs> what? There's always gonna be something. That's yeah, that's. But everyone I talk to, like outfitters and stuff, they it's all the predators. Like the coyotes yeah. are killing all the fawns. Cougars are going crazy. I and feel like a cougar would kill more fawns than coyotes. Yeah, probably. Like a a cougar has to eat every week. Like yeah. that's legit. Like coyotes, they'll eat rats and you know bunnies and different things. They're more of like a scavenger, mm-hmm. I would say. But like a cougar, they've got to have something fresh. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, my uncle was fishing game cop. He mm-hmm. told me one time that they had a collared cougar, mm-hmm. and it, they would track it on their little GPS or whatever, and they would see that it would kill something because it would be in an area for X amount of days. Yeah. And then they would go in and they would figure out, okay, what did it kill? What did it eat? And they tracked that for a year, mm-hmm. and it was like every week it was an elk or a deer or That's a crazy. badger or you know a fawn, and right. then they would go in and investigate. And it's like, wow, yeah, this thing's putting away a lot of animals. So if you have, like, if you, I mean, that's one. I mean, look at 200 of them or yeah. 300 of them. You know yeah, I mean? well, however many 30,000 there are in Utah right. or whatever. But like, the game and fish, they're, like, too scared to take out all the cougars. Mm-hmm. But even if you talk, like, these old-timers and people with, like, dogs and stuff, they'll even say 20, 30 years ago when the deer number's up, there's way more cougars. Because it's per cap. There's way more. There's too many hunters. Like, yeah. <laughs> so if I was in charge, what they really need to do is just wipe out the cougars. Not like completely out, but no. take out a bunch. Then obviously, you know, how many cougars there are, they're taking out a deer a week. Like numbers are going, deer numbers are going to come up, right? Yeah. And then once the deer numbers come up, you know, kind of take your foot off the pedal with the cougars a little bit. And then you'll end up having even more cougars than before because you'll have more deer to feed them. Mm-hmm. So it'll just up the numbers all around. Right. But. Yeah, but I do think they just need to limit hunters, like tags given. I feel yeah, like something. I don't know. Like I, I looked into the Wasatch West area. I think I hunted it like two years ago, and they gave out like five thousand tags. I'm like, there's not even five thousand deer on that mountain. Like, there's not even five thousand bucks alone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
So I don't know. It's it's just a weird thing, and you know, being in Utah, you know, growing up in Utah, growing up hunting. Yeah. I mean, all three of us have hunted, growing up shooting a bow, stuff like that. It's always like, you know, what's the next year? What am I gonna do? What are my goals for hunting and different things like that? I think about it all the time. Like, yeah. you know, where's that big buck gonna hang out? Where am I gonna go? Different things it, like that. It's getting harder and harder to live here in Utah. Yeah. It's just because everything's going up in prices. I mean, there's hunt tons of hunters. Everyone thinks there's an, they're an outdoorsman. Yeah, everything's an outdoorsman. Like, <laughs> um, what is it, influencer or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, just, yeah, props to those guys, but like, it's getting hard. To, it's getting hard for me. Like, I don't want to leave because I love this place. You know, like same thing. I grew up here, and uh, but it's dude, these people. I mean, it's not getting. It's not getting easy to live no. here. As soon as I make some money, I want to dip out of Utah. Colorado, Wyoming. Where Wyoming. Are you going? I want to go to Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to live in Wyoming. I don't think Hannah would like it, but really, yeah. I mean, I would like to go and live there for the summer, but yeah, just the to gain residency. Would be brutal. Yeah, the just to gain residency, but yeah, yeah. Dude, it, the residency hunting there would oh, be straight hot. You can you can hunt every year, uh, in H or G or wherever. Yeah, really. So you can get a tag any year. Region G. I think I'm going to do that this year because I have. How many points do you have? I have eight. Really? So I'm in the max. Yeah. So I should be able to drop. But if you're a Wyoming resident, that's like one of the best units you in the state You can drop two points for one point. It's over the count? Oh, yeah. It's over the count. I can't Yeah. Even... Every year. Like, it's just And like stupid. the fees and stuff, I go in and I buy my, you know, archer's permit and it's yeah. like $80. And then I look at the resident fee and it's like five bucks. I'm like, this is cute. The same with the elk. They got giant elk there. Mm-hmm. Like one of the units we hunt takes like 14, 15 points. Residence is like two to three. Yeah, Jeez. like it's it's crazy. I have uh, I think I have eight points for elk in Wyoming, and then uh, I had I think it was seven to draw each. Yeah, and I put in as a group, so it kind of helped. But yeah, that was a fun hunt. Crazy. You did that this last year. Yeah, this last year. That deer you shot was on eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's a, that was a cool. It year. was it was gnarly, like just up in the granites and mm-hmm. everything you dream of, just high country mule deer experience. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. I'm excited. Did you take horses in there? Yeah. So we rode. We rode in. Um, we we went in, scouted, and saw some bucks, and then we went in a different area and tried some different areas and found I know a decent buck. So I wanted to go back in there and try to find him again. Never found him. And then we rode in probably ten to twelve miles, mm-hmm. just you know around the canyons and in the bowls and the draws and stuff like that. And it was fun. That's the only way to do it. You have to take horses. Like, props to the guys that hike, but we passed so many guys. Yeah. Like, there was five guys that we passed, and we got to a spot where it was either other horse guys came in or we had it to ourselves. Yeah. So you got to have some sort of animal to help you get into those areas to even... Horses are just... They're such a pain to take care of. Yeah, know, but, like, like yeah. you get a good horse, you can go anywhere. Uh, I kind of... I want a mule or something. Yeah, you'd be a mule guy. You got some goaties. We do have some, some goats. Fat goats. I think the plan might, I I'm not sure yet. We might go up, scout on horses, just cover a bunch of ground on the horses, maybe drop some stuff off there. Right. And then uh, take the goats back up like during season or something. Yeah. The nice thing about horses is you can take anything. Yeah. You can take a camp chef, you can take Oreos, marshmallows, everything you want. 
These guys are eating like the freeze dried meals. I, that sucks. Okay, I'm not doing that. I, I don't want <laughs> freeze dried meals. Like the what is it? Peaks the or peaks. something? The mountain, mountain, mountain ops, mountain home so, or whatever. Uh, yeah, mountain homes. I don't mind them. I'll freaking I'll pound those. Yeah, aren't they I mean, like terrible for you? Probably. I mean, I don't know. I've heard they're like terrible. I think for you. Peak and Mountain House has some beef. Like Mountain House, I've actually Mountain had House. Food. Mountain House, like if you eat them for like a couple days, like start to make you sick. Yeah, I think some kept Peak. They like go back and forth, but Peaks said it's some chemical they put in them. That's what I was thinking. So like the Peaks don't. Like you would just go up right now in Creighton's Pantry and grab a mountain house and just pound it. Yeah. Really? If there wasn't one in there, you'd just do that. Like they're, it's like normal food. It's just like. Well, I've never had one too, so I can't be like. They're not bad, but there's definitely better. It's just dehydrated. Like you cook, you cook your plate of spaghetti, just dehydrate it. It's one of my favorites, spaghetti. Really? It's just like dehydrate and you put water back. I've just the same spaghetti you made. I've had some like so. the peach cut, co- like the desserts. I like the desserts actually. Desserts aren't bad. I like a cheddar jalapeno brat on the mountain. On the high nice. That's real specific. Yeah, man. Do it every time. Yeah. It's the lucky charm. Dude, I, I want to really do I just want to get a drone that can pack like 10, 15 pounds. You could just have, you could be clear up in the high country, Wyoming. Just fly a box of pizza up there. <laughs> I did not, not expect that. I did not think that's where it was going. Say, like, oh, get it on the deer or something? No, right? No, no. I was not. Expecting no, I feel. That. I think that's illegal. But it like, is illegal. Yeah, yeah. But dude, how but nice would that be? You're up there. You've been up there a week, just freezing your balls off, and you just get a <laughs> Domino's pizza. It's just still hot. That'd yeah. be nice. I want to just go. Up, I want to go kill a freaking deer in the mountains and just right there cook a freaking steak on a rock. Yeah. Dude, I that'd think that'd be, be so cool. Just like bite into its heart. Yeah, just like get a flat rock, like, and then like put a fire on there. Put the flat rock over the fire and cook it on, like on the rock. Well, it, it, it's like tradition in our family that if you kill a deer or you kill it, like your first animal, your first kill, or whatever, you got to eat its heart. And uh, it's not like crazy specific. Like you have to eat the whole thing, but it's like a bite or whatever. Yeah. But um, I went hunting with uh, Andrew Pintar's family. Oh yeah. And that's something they do. They eat the whole heart. They like do they bite it, it or they they eat a bit of it. Oh, okay. Right. And uh, Andrew Pintar's little brother um, <laughs> shot this buck, and we get over there and we're you know get getting the quarter, fixing it up, and hiking it out. And his dad's like, "You gotta you gotta eat the heart," and he wouldn't let him not do it. And so this kid like bites a little nibble, and his <laughs> dad gets like, "Oh, you kidding me? Give me that." <laughs> Takes it. I have never seen this in my life. Just absolute, just mauled this heart. Just ate the crazy, heart. Crazy, crazy. But it was pretty funny. Everybody laughed, and it was. You've been watching the Liver King or probably something. Probably Liver King. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. crazy bastard. Yeah. What are your thoughts on him, dude? I think he's a freaking jack wag. I like think he's interesting. I think he's funny. Dude, I think very he's interesting. A scammer like, man. But yeah, like he's very, very interesting. Like you see him on Instagram and like the stuff he's saying. I don't know what it is. He's very, very like. It just draws you in. I think like, he's on to something to the fact like, yeah, I think it's probably a good thing to eat like raw organs and I think it's godly a good thing. Definitely not to the extent of what he says it is. No. Like there's no way obviously there's no way he's been on freaking he's been juicing up since probably birth. Yeah. But but yeah, I think there's definitely gotta be benefits to eating that kind of stuff. Anything that's I mean, not Eating anything that's not processed has got to be good for you, right? right. I mean, so. cooked. Cooked is still... No, I get agree. the same benefits, right? I think yeah, so. I think it's like super healthy for you, but when you're telling people if you eat you raw like liver, it. you're going to look like that. No, when yeah. he's been spending, what was it? Like? I think it was 20000 a month. 20 k a month on steroids. On freaking different steroids. Yeah, and testosterone. 
So, yeah. I mean, he's interesting. He's, he's, he's captivating to watch. Like, I like watching him. I think it's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The stuff but, he does, his Dobermans and yeah. the lifestyle. But um, it's weird to me. His wife was a dentist before this. Really? Yeah. She's jacked as well. Yeah, she's she jacked. Up. Yeah, I think she's got to be on something. Or I just love, like, I watched this podcast. He's talking about, like, what he did before. And what was his name? his name was like John Anderson or something? It was, <laughs> it was some kind of like, name. Like just the, like he's the like, most. He's no longer me. He, he's name. gone. Yeah. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> what was his name? I think it was like John. Bracken, can you look that up? What is it? I think it was uh, Kyle or. Uh, uh, Liver King's real name, Phil. I swear it was John. Liver King. Brian. 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 What's his last name? Johnson. Brian Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Johnson's dead. <laughs> uh, liver is king. Liver is king. I think he's some like finance guy or something. Yeah, he, he, like, finance. he was. Yeah, I think Brian he was. Johnson. No, I think he was a pharmaceutical salesman. Mercy, yeah, some pharmaceutical something that like Brian Johnson would do. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh. Well, fats are on. We don't want to keep you away, especially in weather. We're having thunder. Like snow, thunder, lightning storms right, right now. Right, as we speak. Yeah, as we might be sleeping here. To be dude, honest. we might be snowed in. I have no idea what it looks like out there. I thought it had to be like above a certain temperature for lightning to happen. It does. I don't know, it, dude. It's like really rare for there to be lightning like this. In snow. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That's I, Utah, though. Like on your weather map, it was like, okay, like decent weather, okay, like a little bit extreme. Like it was high, like very extreme. Like the, the color contrast yeah. on the map was like red. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I'm going to Creighton. It's like, what? <laughs> Butter four. Butter and four. The Tacoma can handle it. Taco man. All right, bro. Cool. Well, thanks for coming on. I love you, dude. Yeah. Love you. You're a true homie. Friends for life. Dude, give me a hug, man. It's oh, funny. Get up here. It's funny when you don't see people and they're your friends and then you, you get back together. And I know. Freak. Yeah. Well, it's been no, a minute since I've seen you.